0: Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Thanks to Podcast. Doomsday edition, 2020. Whoever thought that it would go down like this? (laughs) Whoever thought that it would end like... Everybody's panicking right now. Everybody. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of folks are panicking right now. And uh, I don't know, I was trying to think back in my life of something that was kind of close to this. And 9-11 was, from what I remember being a stupid uh, young person, I mean, it was kind of fear of the unknown, but it seems like this whole coronavirus thing is something that can really affect you and affect your life, and uh, more so than I thought 9-11 would at the time. And so it's just kind of strange. Everything's kind of weird, man. But I just want you to know that throughout this deal, Uh, I'll be here for you. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know until everything collapses. Uh, you can rest assured that I'll be here, uh, to talk to you. And I know this is what everybody's talking about, but it's kind of what we're all going through together and we're trying to navigate our way through this whole deal. And so it's just kind of strange, man. And, uh, and so I have some stuff to talk about on the podcast today, uh, relating to that kind of, I guess, I don't know. It's just a weird thing to process being in the middle of a pandemic and it being something that I minimized because I was one of those people that that everybody would be like, well, you know, this coronavirus is going to be something serious and blah, blah, blah when it was still overseas. And I'm like, man, what you even talking about? That's like a cold. It ain't nothing. And I was one of those people, you know, because I always try to look at the glass as being half full, you know, and and unless something is really A threat I don't I don't watch TV and believe everything that I see so I kind of minimized it all at first but now that I look around and and stuff starting to shut down and events that I'm even supposed to go to are being you know canceled I'm just kind of like well this is kind of weird you know and the panic everywhere but before I get in I don't want to get into all that at first I wanted to tell you about, I have my priorities right. In the opener, I wanted to tell you about a dream that I had maybe a week, week and a half ago. And I wrote it down as soon, like I saved as a note in my phone as soon as I woke up because I was like, that is great. Because when I was young, I, I would like, it was a fantasy to be like a rock star, you know, and playing a rock band. And I played in a couple local bands when I was younger. But it was like a it was like a dream of mine to play rock music and be that rock star, and that's so cool and everything. so like a physical dream would be to be an actual rock star. Well, about a week ago, I had this dream, and I was in a mall, and I ran into the Motley crew, like a couple members from the Motley crew. Don't ask me why I'm not a huge. Motley Crue fan, but I just ran into two members from the Motley Crue, you know, and I had somebody take my picture. I think I might have even had one of like my kids with me. I had somebody take my picture with the the members of the Motley Crue, and then I was like, "See you later." And that was <laughs> that was the whole dream, right? And I I really enjoyed that dream, but then like when I woke up, I was like, "That's great," because that is the closest to being a rock star that i am now in my 30s like i'm just like i might run into somebody in a mall and have a picture on my phone (laughs) but that's i mean that's just i like dreams like that i've steered clear of like horror movies lately because a lot of my dreams have been like kind of horrific i don't know if it's connected to this whole uh coronavirus thing, like, uh, here's some dreams, because, it's like, subconsciously, you think you're gonna die from this, but I think, I mean, I think that'll be all right, I'm, I quit smoking some years ago, uh, I don't vape anymore, Um uh, I'm not really overweight too bad, and I, I mean, I don't know, we'll see, I mean, there's no use, there's really no use in freaking out about stuff like this, you know, it, whatever will happen will happen, and that'll be that, just, uh, well, we'll talk about it more. Let's just get into the podcast. Thanks for thanks for tuning in today. So here we are, bunkered down. Hopefully hopefully when you're listening to this, you're trying to self quarantine a little bit. I mean I know that they haven't said anything yet. About we need to do it, but I mean, if you don't need to go out, I don't think that it's probably a good idea, like to just go out to play putt putt or go bowling or you know, do whatever, go to the movies, whatever you usually do on the weekends, go shopping. Just, I mean, it's probably better to stay at home because if you're not sick, you don't want to get sick from other people, and and you know, if you're carrying it and you. You don't know that you even have it. You won't spread it to other people. You know, that's stuff that we've all heard a million times on the news. It's just better, it's better to stay away from crowds of people. You know, so that's what I'm trying to do right now. Um, I did, like, when all this popped off, man, I w- it was like, a, I want to say it was probably Thursday, uh Thursday night. An event, an event that I was supposed to go to this weekend that was out of town. In uh, North Carolina, the the people called the event off and they said because of what the governor suggested, you know, that they do. And I was like, man, that's pretty weird. And before that, I want to say maybe earlier Thursday or maybe it was even Wednesday, I'd gone ahead and bought some, uh, some extra medicine like kids, Tylenol and, you know, medications that my kids uh, need. I'd already gotten uh, uh, some like reserves of those and uh, just in case, you know, just in case because I was like, well, I don't know. Worst case scenario, there might be, you know, some kind of quarantine like there is in Italy. I really hadn't been following it really close. Um, Just kind of checking in, you know, Googling coronavirus. And so I had that already. Well, So, I had taken the weekend, the whole weekend off, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'd taken off to go to this event. Well, they canceled it. So, yeah, I was kind of bumming around Friday. I was like, well, I'm off the weekend anyway. And I was kind of bumming around and I was in Target. And it was really strange, man. Like, uh, just a, it, it was kind of an eerie panic feeling. And it was early in the morning and I was walking around and I was looking around and I started seeing people in masks and gloves, like wearing the stuff to the store. I started seeing, um, like aisles of toilet paper and cleaning supplies, uh, wherever I would go, they would be wiped out. Right. And, and people were kind of, there was this kind of panic look in people's face and, you know, I'm from the South. And so generally people are, even to strangers, they're not very cold, but they're kind of like, I don't know they're there you'll talk to people you'll you'll you know joke with people it can be a complete stranger and you know I'll say something you know to them or they'll say something to me and you know people that that might check you out like at the checkout line you know they'll talk to you more friendlier but it was kind of like there were people with masks and gloves and it kind of was like I was in New York or up north somewhere (laughs) <laughs> just because of how people were being more like cold and distant, you know, which I think that coronavirus in the south is kind of probably like it always is up north. Yeah, you know? it's just uh, it's just different. No, but there. I mean, serious, in all seriousness, there was just kind of a panic and look in people's eyes and, you know, people were staying away from me and it was like empty. But the people that were there, it was kind of like a panic feeling. And so I would say if you do need something, if you need to go to the store, I would say probably do it early in the morning or, uh, or like late at night. Yeah. Um, how, yeah, like, of course you want to feel safe, but I mean, that just avoids all these people that are panicking, you know, and I see a lot of stuff. See, I see a lot of stuff on social media about, uh, grocery stores being wiped out, and, you know, toilet paper selling out and, you know, my grocery stores are, are, are wiped out. And see, here's, here's what I think about that. I think that a lot of people that post this stuff, maybe they put off, yeah, the people are panicking right now. See, I take kind of a different approach to it than a lot of people that are like, just buy what you need. Gosh, You know, I mean, you're not helping anybody by saying that you're just being mad because you're not getting what you want because you waited too long to to get to the store. And I know that a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck and maybe you're like, well, I couldn't get there before then. But, you know, if you were really that freaked out about it, I don't think I think the last thing that would be on your mind would be getting out your cell phone, taking a picture and posting on social media in hopes that you'll get a bunch of likes and retweets. I just don't see why everybody's panicking so much. Stop buying all these things. Man, come on. Really? Really? It's You're just not getting what you want. And so you're mad about it and you're posting angry stuff. Nobody's changing. Nobody. Nobody is changing what they do. You know, people are panicking and they want to feel some sort of security because there's a lot of insecurity, like insecure feelings going on right now with people. And so... I don't know. I've kind of stood back, and 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 uh you know I'm not hoarding a lot of stuff myself. You know I've probably enough to get me through a couple weeks of you know if if the government does decide that we need to isolate or quarantine. You know I think that I'm good for that amount of time and that my family's good. But I mean, just people are panicking right now. You know, and I saw. Like I saw a a lady, it looked like a grandmother and a grandchild Friday and they were standing in a store and they were kind of looking like the, the grandmother kind of looked freaked out, um, because she couldn't get what she was after. And I just told her, I walked by her and I just said, you know, it's a, I saw some of this stuff that you're standing here. I saw some of that across the street, you know, at this other store. So if you want to go get that, that's fine. Yeah, just go over there. And uh she was like she thanked me and was like kind of relieved feeling. But of course people are panicking right now. The only people let me tell you something. The only people that aren't panicking right now are preppers. <laughs> preppers for the first time in their lives. They are like I told you. I told you. I bet some of you know the spouses of preppers. You know, I, w- I thought about this, I thought about this, like, uh, this weekend. The spouses that don't go along with the preppers, because there's the prepper couples, you know what I mean? And then there's, like, the, the preppers that have the spouse that just think that their spouse is crazy for all this prepper stuff. And I was like, you know, that there were a lot of, like, wives out there that were probably like, you know, if something like this ever happens and they made some kind of a bet with a prepper, a prepper. <laughs> You know what I mean? Whatever it is, whatever the little marital bet is, I, I was like, man, a bunch of them people are paying up right now, <laughs> and the prepper's like, I told you so, but I mean, I was kind of fascinated with prepping, and about, I don't know, a couple months ago, I was on a kick, I might have talked about it on the podcast, I don't, man, I don't even remember, I say a lot of things on here, but uh, I was on like a doomsday prepper kick, there's like a season of that on Netflix. And every night as I was falling asleep, I would just turn it on and I would just watch these people. And some of them, like, they put a lot of, a lot, a lot of time and money into this stuff. But I've thought for a while that, and I watched a movie with John Lithgow. I think it was an indie film where he was a prepper. And and I've thought for a while, you know, I'm very reliant on the way that things are. And I'm really... I don't know I, I, I really depend on the society that I live in kind of carrying on as is with no ripples you, you understand and uh, like with no reserve no backup plan no anything and something like a virus can show you how delicate all of this really is you know and not to freak anybody out but I've thought you know, do I think this will all blow over? Yeah, I, I really do. You know what I mean? I think that this will blow over. I don't think, I don't know. There's no way of telling how bad it will be before it does blow over. But eventually, I think that it will blow over. And I thought after this, man, maybe a little bit of prepping's not so bad. Not too. I mean, it's too late to to prep now. You know. You know what I mean? And that's what I think. Some people are trying to. I think that some people are trying to prep. Now, and it's impossible. Like, there's no way to do it now. It's because it's like, it would just be, it would just, like, probably take years off your life and stress. If you go out now, <laughs> try to prep. But, I mean, just building up at least a reserve and having some kind of plan. And, I mean, a lot of the preppers, when you watch the show, they kind of, uh they plan for specific things to go wrong. And I don't think that you can... I don't know. I don't see how you can do that because if you're if you're preparing for like a nuclear attack or something like that and then something else happens, I don't know. You kind of want to have as many of your bases covered for whatever goes down. Uh, you'll have some kind of a reserve, you know. It just makes sense to me. Maybe it's the... I, I don't know. It's not really the panic, I don't think, or the worry in my head. It was something that I was already kind of fascinated with. And I'm there was part of me that it's like, that's pretty smart, you know? And then there's part of me that are like, y'all guys are just taking it to the extreme. You don't want it to dominate your life. But there's nothing wrong with being prepared, you know? And those are the people right now that can not sit back and chill, but they don't have anything to really worry about as far as having what they need, you know? Which... Would be an awesome feeling when this kind of stuff happens, <laughs> you know. But uh, I don't know. It's just kind of eerie, man. Like with the president doing the, the not the, <laughs> not the everybody panic speech, but the state of emergency and then states are doing that. And I don't know. It's just kind of an odd thing. But then like something that, something that happened that, that we all saw was when Tom Hanks And his wife, Rita, came down with the coronavirus. They're down in Australia. I think Tom Hanks was shooting a movie down there. And uh, everybody found out about that. And I remember I was was like, man, Tom Hanks has this junk, man. And then uh, Tom Hanks' son got on social media. And that's a son that that I didn't even know that he had. I know that he had the one son named, I think, Colin Hanks, the one that played. uh, Well, he's been in a bunch of movies, but he was in Dexter uh, season, I don't know what season was that. It was, like, next to the final season, I think. It was it season six or seven? And uh, and so I knew about that son. Well, evidently, Tom Hanks has another son named Chet, C-H-E-T. And so Chet got on social media. I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter. I saw him on Twitter, and he gave an update on his parents. And Chet is a black sheep of the family, of the Hanks family, you can tell by looking at him because in the video, Chet has a black hat, like a trucker hat, turned on, like he has it turned around backwards. He's wearing it, and he does not have a shirt on, and he's covered in tattoos, like he's covered in tattoos, and he does not have a shirt on, and he's giving a video update about his parents. He's not typing, he's not typing this out, he's not uh, like. Saying this is like a, a a letter from my parents or a, a text from my parents, uh, he he decides to give a a video message, and he decides to do it butt naked. <laughs> and when I saw it, I couldn't. I was like, it, it, I mean, it's good to know that Tom Hanks is doing all right. You know, it's that's good news. You don't want anything bad to happening to Tom Hanks, and uh, he's American as apple pie is what he is. But then his son, his idiot son, this kid like this is a du- this is like the douchebag that you see who doesn't have a, a, a strong game at all, but you see him hitting on girls and relying on his looks like eighty percent, you know? And that's maybe that's mean and maybe that's judgmental. yeah, it's judgmental. Why 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 I can't be judgmental? But uh but I mean, put a shirt on, dude. You're like you know see, this is what I think. The whole world, you know, not just the United States, especially in the United States right now, because of, it's just starting to hit and every, there's a lot of unknowns. But the whole world wants to know how Tom Hanks is doing. He knows that. He doesn't type out a text or an Instagram post. He tweet he tweets or, or posts a video. And he knows that it's going to get a lot of views. He knows that it's going to be on TV, and so he doesn't even bother to put a shirt on. I would say, this is just my theory. I would say he had a shirt on, and then took the shirt off and put the hat on backwards. See, dude, we didn't even know you existed. <laughs> we knew about your brother, but we didn't even know, we didn't know about you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I have the video right here, so we'll listen to it. It's pretty. It's pretty good. What's up, everyone? Um,
1: Yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Crazy. Um, They're both down in Australia, right?
0: (laughs) What's up? Yeah, uh, it's true. Crazy. My parents have coronavirus. (laughs) What's up, bruh?
1: Because my dad was shooting a movie down there, um, but I just got off the phone with them. Uh, They both are fine. They're not even that sick.
0: They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health. They're not tripping. They're not worried about it. Uh, yeah, I think if you have coronavirus, you probably are a little bit worried about it. But it's good to know that Tom Hanks is not tripping. That's the main thing that I was, I was, you know, I think that the public was concerned about. Tom Hanks may very well be tripping, but him and his, his dearly beloved wife, Rita, uh, are not tripping. So that's good.
1: Precautions, obviously, but uh, I don't think it's anything to be too worried about. I appreciate um, everyone's concern.
0: You appreciate everybody's concern, like maybe for for your parents, but uh, not for you because we didn't even know that you existed. The well wishes, but
1: um, I think it's all going to be all right, but I appreciate it and uh, just everybody stay safe out there. Much love.
0: Much love. Everybody stay safe. Much love. All right. So that's the video of uh, of Tom Hanks' son. That that, that real winner, real winner. You know that's just weird. Like uh, like you look at the two brothers. I guess they're brothers. You look at the two brothers, Colin and and Chet, and they're just like total opposites. I guess Colin might be older, but uh they're just so different and it's so weird how it's so weird how people can be raised in the same house but they can end up so so different just the way that they are you know what I mean like that it's just when I saw that video I I, it was it was a relief that uh to find out that Tom Hanks wasn't tripping but uh but just, I couldn't take it seriously. I can't take people like that. I can't. I can't take people like that. So, I guess that, that part of my life, which I was never, I don't think that I was ever like Chet. Uh, God bless his heart. I don't think that uh, being being cool uh, dominated my life that that much. You know what I mean? But now that I'm older, it definitely doesn't. That's one of the greatest things. That's one of the greatest things about, about getting older is you just totally just don't care about what people think about you anymore. But, uh, but it was really funny. I don't, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of, uh, it kind of lightened the mood a little bit because this stuff is what everybody's talking about. I mean, it's what I'm talking about this week on my podcast. Besides the Motley Crue dream, uh, it's, it's what I'm talking about. And I mean, I've tried to, I've tried to get away from it a little bit, and watch things like I watched the new Jay and Silent Bob movie last night, just to kind of get my mind off of, you know, the hearing about this stuff and reading about this stuff twenty four seven because it is kind of worrisome. You know what I mean? It is like, I think that if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't really care as much. I'd be like, well, case Sarah Sarah but uh. You know, when you have kids, you're just kind of like, you're not, it's not all about you anymore. Uh, And I don't think that, I don't think that when you have kids, you kind of, yeah, I don't think that you realize that, you know, you don't realize the, the, what it will be like and how much you'll love your, your, your kids and until you have them. And then you're just kind of like, huh, this isn't about me at all, you know? And so I, that's what's concerning to me. not that I think that no like I said, I think that this will I think that this will blow over. and I guess life in general has a lot of uh, life in general has a lot of uh, unpredictability about it, but you kind of want to at least have the illusion that you're in control a little bit more than what you actually are, right And so I think that uh, right now, that illusion has a crack in it <laughs> and you're kind of seeing life for how delicate and uh, that it really is, yeah. You know? And I'm kind of yeah, like I talked about, I'm kind of noticing a dependence on on the way that things are that 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 I'm not really crazy about, you know. And hopefully if anything good comes from this, hopefully it will be that uh Hopefully it'll be that people try to prepare themselves a little better. You know what I mean? And are more self-sufficient. You know, something different about 9/11 and now is during 9/11 after that happened a lot of people pulled together. It seemed like people kind of pulled together and and we're like, you know, we're going to we're going to get through this together. And it seems like now the difference is it's more it's it's like every man for on. You know, which is that's that's a big difference between the two things that happened. But uh, but God bless Chet for giving us that update and taking his clothes off while he did it. By God, but uh, <laughs> but there's another video if if you uh, if you follow me on uh, Twitter, you'll know or social media. I guess it's just Twitter now. Uh, I can't handle a lot, but uh, you'll know that I like this girl. Uh, or I'm a fan of this girl named Vicki. And uh, Vicki is... Uh, she, she does like these public service announcement type things. You know, where she tells us important information that we need to know. Um, you know, one of her... A lot of her videos, she talks about how she could never... She could never. And, you know, that's something that we all needed to hear from Vicky That she could never. And uh, it's it's a nice... It's a nice Caucasian young woman, and uh, she made a video about the about what she's doing about the coronavirus or or protecting herself from the coronavirus. So I thought that I would, I thought that we could just like check this video out together. So here we go. I don't know who Corona
1: is, and I don't know who that is looking for. But let me tell you something. I got something
0: for
1: her. <laughs> Y'all keep using this goddamn. Hand sanitizer, cheap ass hand sanitizer. Act like that's gonna do
0: something. Y'all got to use soap. All right. So what Vicky's doing right now is she is 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 putting Dawn all over her arm. She's got like a shower cap on, and she's in her kitchen. She's dumping Dawn all over her arm, uh, arms, and she's like getting handfuls of water and scrubbing herself with Dawn in the kitchen
1: soap is the only way that shit gonna work y'all trying to use this cheap ass goddamn hand sanitizer catch me using the
0: goddamn soap <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is who they need to put this is who they need to hire to do the press conference if they hired Vicky if like the CDC or the president's administration that, that, that heads up the you know, the group of doctors or whatever, if they hired Vicky just to do the press conferences, I think that everybody would, like, rest easier. And just, I mean, she she really knows about the cheap hand sanitizer. Evidently, that's not effective and doesn't work. So she's using, she's rubbing Dawn all over her arms.
1: It's the only way
0: to get this shit gone. Get
1: it gone. She said, Corona, I said, I ain't playing with her ass. <laughs> I am not playing. Oh no man. Now she's I dumping on not. her chest, her legs. on if she wants smoke, then what's
0: up? What what is she saying right now? What is this? Hang on a minute. I can't even understand this. Hang on.
1: No I am not. If she, if, she wants smoke, then what's up?
0: if she tell Corona if she wants smoke, then what's up? What does that mean? I don't even know what that If she wants smoke Then what's up <laughs> Is that what you tell somebody When you don't want to like? uh Is that like saying If she wants beef Is that what kids say now Instead of saying beef They say if she wants smoke If you want smoke Then what's up
1: She ain't getting no luck there Cause me and my
0: home She ain't getting no luck there What's she say
1: She ain't getting no luck there
0: Oh, if it's up there and it's stuck there, she ain't getting no luck there. That's what she said. Okay. Man, Vicky. Me and my homeboy
1: dial, we got pump on her ass. And uh, Corona bitch could never.
0: Could never. What? Hang on. She said. Because me
1: and my homeboy dial, we got pump on her ass. She's actually
0: saying me and my homeboy dial. And she holds up a bottle of Dawn. <laughs> Uh, me and my homeboy die. And then it's just like, dawn. Oh, man. Well, see, I mean, as long as people are making TikToks and uh, YouTube videos and taking their shirts off to talk about the state of things, I I think it'll be all right. I don't think that everybody needs to worry. I mean, there's been times in my life that were very... I don't know. This just doesn't strike me as one of those really difficult... This is more like a... It's like not a test, but... I don't know. Sometimes in your life you go through stuff and it's more of a... It's more you're being put out a little bit. And it might be a little bit emotional, emotionally taxing on you. But this really hasn't been that way to me. Um, You just want to be smart. You want to be smart. You want to wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands... Avoid big groups, you know, because I yeah, there is stuff that I've been through in my life. And when I was thinking about when I was, uh, when my life was flashing before my eyes this week, I was thinking about times in my life that have been really difficult, like the most difficult times in my life. And I thought about how, um, they were just tough and they just sucked. And then the aftermath of those times, it was like my brain wanted to... It was so painful, like the stuff that I went through was so painful and, and so bad that after it happened, my brain was actually wanting to um, like pretend that it didn't happen. And uh, it was kind of like my life before this t- terrible time in my life, like I, I didn't want to think about like my life previous to this bad event happening was like my life began afterwards and it was just kind of my brain's way of not of maybe protecting me because it wasn't able to uh, grasp (laughs) what had happened and I think that you know if if your brain sometimes can't or at least for me it's like a defense mechanism like if I can't process something or if I don't want to process something you can be like well Glenn that's denial and and you need therapy for, you know, well, I'm great now. I'm great now. Everything, my life is awesome. Uh, but you know, sometimes when your, your, your brain can't process, or at least my brain can't process certain things like I'm just can't, I just can't, you know what I mean? And there's been times like that in my life and this definitely is not one of them. Yeah. And you know, it, it kind of, Things like this, I wouldn't say are good, but you can find the good in things like this that happen in your life. Uh, It might seem like a huge inconvenience right now, but it might be putting some things in perspective for some people who had kind of lost, lost perspective and lost like their priorities were screwed up, you know, and you know, this might just kind of jolt some people back to where they need to be. You know, and hopefully they'll stay there when all this is said and done, you know, because like I said, I think that all of this will be, I don't think that this will be some long drawn out thing. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully it'll burn through pretty quickly. (laughs) And I I don't know. I've been making a lot of jokes and not to make light of it, but that's kind of what I do. That's kind of what I do when things are bad. That's like when things are bad, that's when I shine. It, like, it helps to have a sense of humor about things. It helps to, I don't know, every, there's a lot of people that are so serious right now. And, and I've seen people that, that you know, that they apologize for joking about the coronavirus. Hey, man, people die, have died of the coronavirus, and that sucks, but people die of everything all the time, you know? And, and you kind of got to have a sense of humor in life. You know, because none of us, like, if you think about it, like, everybody, you've heard none of us make it out of this alive. It's true, man. Like, nobody. Everybody's going to die. And everybody's going to die. Some of us are going to die of the same thing. And some of us are going to die of, like, in u- in unique ways. <laughs> but, I mean, like, uh, like Uncle Harold choked on a donut hole. You know, there's probably more people that will die of the coronavirus than will die choking on a donut hole, you know. But, I mean, everybody's going to die of something. So we need to try to, to, to laugh and at least uh, try to keep our spirits up and keep the spirits of those around us up, you know. But uh, but uh, I hope that everybody has a good week, you know, in the midst of this. Just, just take care of yourselves. And, uh, just try to not buy into the, or get into the mass hysteria. Uh, I know that it's tough and I know there's a lot of unknowns, but I I really believe, I really believe everything will be okay. Just don't be stupid. That's good advice. Don't be stupid. That's good advice for anything, you know, in your life. I'm like bummed out right now and it might seem, it might seem, Like a small, like small potato, like Glenn. That's the last thing that you should be worried about right now. But I mean, baseball season got pushed back, man. And even they stopped spring training. And I wait all year for baseball season. I've waited all year for baseball season, man. And now that's pushed back. Yeah. So, like, I got nothing. I'm watching sport clips of, like, years ago of, of baseball games. I'll get on YouTube and just watch stuff from, like, 10, 15 years ago, and I'm just like, I'm going to pretend like this is right now. But I already know the outcome, so it's not as fun. But, I mean, everybody, I I know that, that it's inconvenient, but uh, but I don't know. I think it'll be all right. I hope it'll be all right. I'm, if I was a betting man, I would bet that it would be all right. But, 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 but. Everybody, take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Be good to each other. And uh, if you want to hear me talk about anything, you can always hit me up. The contact info is in the notes of this podcast. Thank you to everybody that listens and has listened to my podcast. Keep your chin up. Keep your chin up, kid. It's going to be all right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.